It's a completely new year. We still have the same problems. Wars, the upcoming primaries, Epstein list, climate, border. Seems like nothing ever changes. We're going to talk about it all today. Eric's America. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. We will make America strong again. Hello and welcome back. I hope you enjoyed Christmas, the new year. I took a little extra time. Took a little more time this year. Um, you know, had surgery right before Christmas and uh, I don't know. Just kind of took a little bit of an extended break from this. Just, uh, you know, give it a little, give it some uh, shine for a new year. Uh, in fact, in the next couple weeks, um, probably be changing up. A little bit of the music and stuff. Just, you know, give it a little bit of fresh flavor for another year. Can't believe this is beginning my fourth year. Just crazy. Four years of doing this now. So it's pretty crazy. I've done a lot of these. Done a bunch of them. Um, anyway, um, I know some people listen. So if you do, like, subscribe, rate, review if you haven't already. Tell a friend. Do all the things that do the things that make the algorithms happy. It means a lot. It really does. And uh, the biggest part is I just want people to listen to it. I mean, I don't expect to uh, be um, doing this as a job. Um, you know, maybe that will happen later on with uh, maybe not even this podcast, maybe something different. But who knows? Who knows what will happen? But, um, you know, this is, uh, this is what I do right now and work. So I hope people enjoy it. And I'm just trying to help people understand things and helps me vent. So. We're going to jump into some of this today. Very interesting stuff going on. So while I was away, what happened? Well, a few things happened. The, um, some of the Epstein paperwork, some of the court filings, some of the, um, you know, lists came out. And boy, that really, okay, it didn't do anything. Uh, it was nothing new and nobody's really paying for any of this. This is what's insane. This is what is so uh, just shitty to everybody is the fact that everybody can look at this. They they hear the stories. They read these stories of what this guy was doing and who was involved with him and nothing. No one cares. No one cares. Everything is so polarized now because he was a friend to most of the Democrats. You have that whole side of the media and everything else that are just going to go, eh, well, okay. Oh, he's a big pedophile. Oh, darn, we didn't know. Okay, no big deal. And that's where we're at, and it's disgusting. Hopefully something comes of this. I really do. But unfortunately, at the moment, I don't see 
a whole lot happening. And that is it is sad, but let's let's hope that changes. Any names revealed that um, you know, really surprised anybody? Um maybe a couple, uh, but most of that was like uh stuff was like, oh well, you know, he paid to have some kind of symposium or whatever, so Stephen Haw- Stephen Hawking was there. Stephen Stephen Hawking was a meat suit. Um, I mean, he might have watched a girl strip. I mean, he wasn't sexually assaulting anyone. He couldn't move. So, I mean, it's just weird. David Copperfield, maybe he made some miners disappear. I have no idea. I mean, but... What's crazy about it is mixed in around the same time this drops, there's a story going on that on the East Coast in several major cities that apparently the Israeli intelligence had some brothels they were running to entrap people, uh, important people from other countries. So, I don't know. Why is it? I just want one question answered. Why is this? Why is this happening? Why is it that people famous and in Hollywood, famous musicians, very powerful, you know, politicians and leaders, why can they not seem to just, I mean, you want to, you know, sleep around or whatever, fine. Can you not find people that are just willing to do that? Like just normal adults that are consenting adults that want to do that with you. What the hell is the deal? Why do you have to touch children? Why is that a thing? Why does that have to be a thing? Seriously. And how can it be so prevalent? Why do they have to touch children? And why are they constantly getting prostitutes? What is the deal? Like, can you not just find some consenting adults? I mean, I don't care. I don't really care. You know, this whole thing, and this is what people need to understand about most of the people on the right, most of the people they consider conservative now, most of the people that are considered like, you know, right-leaning libertarians, whatever you want to put the label on, where, you know, in other words, sane people, you know where they fall on this? They're like, dude, it's your life, okay? You know, I don't want you dictating to me how I live. I won't tell you how you have to live, but here's the thing. Uh, We require two things. You can sleep around. You can do what you want. You can sleep with who you want. Male, female, whatever you want to do. Knock yourself out, pal. Number one, you know, if you catch something, uh, that's on you. Okay? That'd be number one. Uh, or not number one, but that's that's part of it. You know, don't come crying to me if you catch something because that's all you. That's your decision. Okay, number one, uh, be of age. Be adults, okay? And number two, consenting adults. That's that's all. That's the big problem we have, okay? That's, those two things. If you can work those two things out, do knock yourself out. I don't need to know about it. The whole world doesn't need to know about it. You do your thing. Consenting adults don't give a shit. That's going to be 90% of the people in this country. 90% of the people in this country are going to look at you and say, hey, listen, consenting adults don't care. You know what? I may not need to know about it. I may not want to know about it. Okay? So maybe I'm not going to celebrate. Maybe I'm not going to celebrate in your whatever you got going on. And maybe I don't want to be a part of it. Maybe I don't even, you know, really think it's appropriate. But if it's two consenting adults, don't care. Okay, move on down the road. That's where we're at. Why can we not get there? Uh, so uh, there was a thing for about five minutes where, like, Donald Trump's name was mentioned. 
Donald Trump's name was mentioned in this. And uh, then they read on through it and they were like, yeah, he said he knew Donald, but we never saw him together. And then apparently later on it says, yeah, uh, apparently Jeffrey was uh, hitting on an underage girl at Mar-a-Lago and uh, Trump's like, get his ass out. Uh, he's not allowed back here. So I guess that kind of fixed that, huh? Yeah. So question is, did Epstein kill himself? Probably not. I mean, let's be honest. Now, here's the problem. They're like, well, you know, all the things were on, all the cameras were off, and everybody was asleep. So it just was a perfect storm of this guy wanted to kill himself at the exact right time when all the guards went to sleep and all the cameras stopped working. Now, yes, that sounds crazy. But at the end of the day, you have to remember, we're talking about a federal prison. So we're talking about federal government. Could happen. I'm just saying, could happen. Uh, I don't think so. Obviously, they did away with him. No, I don't think Hillary personally went down and killed him, though. So, But even though he was very close friends with um, the Clintons, of course. Uh, I think the biggest thing that came out of all of it was one time Jeffrey told somebody else that, hey, Clinton liked him young. Really? <laughs> I would have never... You know, I've never guessed that. Wasn't he... Uh, wasn't... Monica, like, barely legal? Wasn't that what was going on? She was barely legal when he was, like, you know, sticking, you know, cigars inside her or whatever? I mean, which is weird. What the f Why are these people not just halfway normal? You know what I mean? Can you be halfway normal? Jesus Christ. I mean, that's why people didn't have that big of a problem with JFK. You know, they looked at Marilyn Monroe and they're like, yeah, I could see it, you know? Because most of the guys are probably like, yeah, you know, if I could get away with it. You know, I would sneak her in the back door. You know, there wasn't stories of like, yeah, you know, he was, you know, using weird stuff. I mean, come on. Okay, anyway, I got to get off that because it just freaks me out. Anyway, long story short, do you think at some point are they going to pay for all this um, debauchery and, and just degeneracy? And the question, the answer is I'm not sure that they will. Now, if we had real America still yet, if this was a country of laws, of equal justice, of equal application of justice, those people would be sweating. The problem is, well, none of them are considered conservative. None of them have the wrong think of, you know, agreeing with life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness. So, you know, there's no real danger of anybody getting in trouble for it. So... I mean, they'll walk away scot-free. If you want to know how this works, it's pretty obvious. Uh, recent example. Two different lawmakers. Both of them broke the rules, okay? You have George Santos, a gay guy from New York who won a seat that had traditionally been a Democrat because it's in New York, and those people just vote themselves into the poorhouse every day, vote themselves into degraded life, and don't care. You know, they're like, yeah, it's New York. We like people, you know, shitting on the sidewalk and shoving needles in the arms. It's fine. You know, kick all the kids out to school and put the immigrants in there. You know, we're a sanctuary city here. Actually, they're pretty pissed about the latter one. But hey, anyway. So George Santos wins. I think he won in Long Island. Okay, whatever. But uh, long story short, he um, he wins. The guy's a liar. Okay. And supposedly he used some, uh, you know, funds 
you know, campaign funds to like buy a car, go to a spa, whatever. But most of the stuff he lied about was just ridiculous shit. I mean, the thing is, most of the stuff that he lied about is the same stuff that Biden does all the time. He's like, yeah, you know, my dad, you know, he built a rocket ship in the backyard. And he's like, Joey, baby, you got to build rocket ships for everybody. Okay, he didn't really say that, but you'd believe it because he says dumb shit like that, you know, and he's always the first to have done everything and he was the best at everything and whatever the hell. That's Santos. He's just like talking, you know, shit. He's talking shit all the time. He's lying all the time. But the thing is, they got him on some, you know, finance stuff. I guess he paid for some spa days or something out of his thing yeah, that you can't do. Okay. But they voted. They got rid of him. They kicked his ass out because all the Democrats voted for to kick him out. And several of the Republicans are like, yeah, yeah, he's looking really bad, so let's get him out. And this is why the GOP is so hated, okay? Even by people like me who vote generally for the GOP. Because, number one, they're gutless. Number two, they're useless. 99% of them are useless and gutless. They do nothing. How can you do that? They don't support each other the way the Democrats do. Absolutely not. And then you have the other guy, okay, who is a senator, and this guy is obviously he's, you know, accused of some pretty serious shit. You know, he's not accused of, um, you know, oh, I said I, you know, landed on the moon or some shit and I didn't do that. This guy has taken bribes from foreign governments, proven that he took bribes, changed policy decisions because of bribes, gold bars and cash in his home. Blatantly illegal, blatantly like way like close to treasonous stuff. But he's a Democrat. So is he getting thrown out? Nope. Nope. Not getting thrown out. Nope. He's fine. And you know what's crazy? What's happened over the last little while? I think I've told this. But what's happened over the last little while is John Fetterman, believe it or not, has turned into one of the more conservative-minded now, don't get me wrong, there used to be a group known as conservative Democrats, okay? They were. You know, somebody like a JFK today would be considered a crazy right-wing kook next to, you know, basically, you know, Hitler, but younger and better looking. You know, because that's what the uh, left does. It drives me nuts. They have no idea about fascism. No, I mean, they know how to, you know function with fascism they're very fond of it but they don't know what it actually means uh because they're just accused the right of it which of course means that's what they want but anyway so there has been such a thing but he has really turned around it's so freaking strange he has been a huge proponent of israel he is very much on israel's side here he is talking about this whole situation where you've got one guy taking bribes and the other guy they vote to get rid of him because he's just telling stupid lies. So here he is being very forthright. And I don't know if the uh, reporters and stuff know how to take this at all. They're completely blown away because they're shills for the Democrats and they can't believe here's a Democrat just coming right out and saying shit. And the Oh, 
Why would you get rid of Santos and keep him around? Guess what? That would include Good yourself. Question. Who called on him uh -huh. to resign or to that is Congress? That so great. Of, um, I don't care who you are. That's great. What do you say to his accusation? No, I, I think it's I think it's my aversion to uh, gold bars in your mattress and and uh, over half a million dollars stuffed around your house uh, and changing uh, brilliant your mind about hey which which twenty four thousand dollar watch am I gonna get? Uh, it's just strange. And now when you're polling at four percent. Why are you hanging around at this point? You have no uh, future. But uh, I can't imagine why we can keep him around. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. So I don't know. And this is really weird. Uh, people are freaking out over Fetterman. Okay, he's a huge proponent for Israel. He came out and has said that um, people were calling what Israel was doing genocide. And, man, I wish I had the clip. Why did I not grab this clip? It was such a good clip. Oh, my God. And he really, like, lays it on. He's like, you know, South Africa is talking about, uh, you know, genocide. He goes, maybe maybe South Africa just should just set this one out, huh? Maybe you should just sit down and shut up. And he was talking about another one. Um, I can't remember what the other one was. He's like, yeah, maybe you should just set this one out. And it's because in South Africa, they're killing white farmers and it's condoned. They just go out and there's a white guy that owns a farm. They just go out and kill him and take his farm. And that's okay because, you know, they're operating under the same horse shit that, uh, you know, the left is trying to promote here. And so this is where Fetterman, and it's really strange because, you know, he said he was a progressive for a long time he said he was a very progressive democrat said he put himself up there with you know basically compared himself to bernie sanders and and all this what's really weird he has the stroke then suddenly he starts to heal he starts to heal up his brain starts to heal and now suddenly he says yeah Basically, the only reason I'm a Democrat is because I believe in woman's right to choose. Other than that, I'm pretty conservative. And so people are freaking out now. And what's funny and what makes this is really funny. I don't know if you know who Sink Uger is. He's, uh, you know, one of the main people on the Young Turks. It's just a real sleazeball. This guy, this guy's a real sleazeball piece of shit. He's really a horrible human being. He's always, I mean, he's way far left he's out there with like aoc uh i mean left of aoc like just really a fucking like horrible person really you know he's very pro hamas pro palestine very uh kill babies you know pull them out of the womb and bash their head on a rock that's fine with him i mean there's he's a really sick fuck anyway he's bemoaning the fact that oh this guy said this happens to us all the time and I'm like, what are you talking about? He literally came out and he says, this happens to us all the time. These guys say they're real progressives. They're very far left. They're really, you know, lefties. And they turn out to be Republicans. I'm like, when the hell did that happen? Like, what are you talking about? Like, Fetterman really has turned that way. And I hope he stays that. You know what I mean? I mean, he's come out with a lot of things. He said a lot of good things that I agree with. Uh, I still think that uh, maybe he shouldn't be there because he had brain injuries. But as his brain's healing, apparently he's making more and more sense. So I don't know. He even came out and made uh, talking about it was good that um, what's her name was gone from Harvard. He went to Harvard. He said when he went to Harvard, 
you know, they were kind of pinkos, meaning they were kind of commies. They were kind of communists, but he doesn't even know where they're at now. They've completely gone off the deep rail, a deep end. So it's really insane. And if you don't know, and I'm going to play this clip, and I think I played it before on a different episode. I'm sure I have at some point, but this is a hot mic. We're talking about Epstein and talking about what happens behind the scene. You don't think things get buried. The power of the D, I always joke about it, the power of the D, baby. I mean, you have that D after your name, man. You can get away with just about anything. This right here is a hot mic at ABC. Here is a reporter talking about all she went through, that she had this whole story and all the shit that she had talked about and what happened. Because, like I say, it's got that D. You can't go after it. Story for three years. I've had this interview with Virginia Roberts. We would not put it on the air. Um, first of all, I was told, who's Jeffrey Epstein? No one knows who that is. This is a stupid story. Um, then the palace found out that we had her whole allegations about Prince Andrew and threatened us a million different ways. Um, we were so afraid we wouldn't be able to interview Kate and Will that we that also quashed the story. Oh. And then um, and then Alan Dershowitz was also implicated in because of the plane. So she told me everything. She had pictures. She had everything. She was in hiding for 12 years. We convinced her to come out. We convinced her to talk to us. Um, it was unbelievable what we had. Clinton. We had everything. Yeah. I, I tried for three years to get it on to no avail. And now it's all coming out. And it's like these new revelations that I freaking had all of it. I, I, I'm so pissed right now. Like every day I get more and more pissed because I'm just like, oh, my God, we it was um, what, what we had was unreal. Other women backing it up. Mm. Hey, yep. Brad Edwards, the attorney three years ago, saying like on like. We, there will come a day when we will realize Jeffrey Epstein was the most prolific pedophile this country has ever known. And I had it all three years ago. Isn't that crazy, huh? Weird how that works, huh? Weird how that works. Very strange. Very, very strange. Well, you know, that's how it goes, I guess. So um, if you ever, um, ever want to do anything, you see now they're not going to prosecute um, Sam Bankman Freed. You know, because, you know, his, uh, you know, he, you know, stole, embezzled, lost billions of dollars. I mean, unreal, man. Billions of dollars. The biggest scam and swindle ever. But he's a friend of the Democrats, so, hey, he just walks away. No problem. No problem. But it's equal. It's equal justice, man. I hope. You know, they couldn't do anything with Sam Bankman-Fried. It's terrible. You know, he ripped people off for billions of dollars. They can't really catch him. But I sure hope they get all those people that were parading on J6. I mean, you can't have people parading. You know what I mean? People with uh, First Amendment, you know, being able to protest. You better get those people in jail right freaking now. No, I'm not talking about people who actually broke windows, charge them with vandalism, okay? It's real fucking simple, real easy. And that's it. You don't charge them with a bunch of garbage. Uh, we're going to talk about that some today, too. But anyway, so as long as you got the D, you're good. You are all good. You're covered. No worries. Uh, it's all going to be all going to be taken care of. Um, Ma'am, 
just unbelievable where we're at. Unbelievable. What else is going on? Well, hey, if you're like me, you're sitting in the middle of a uh, snowstorm. And of course, um, yeah, it's everywhere. You know, it's everywhere right now. The whole U.S. pretty much is cold and snowy somewhere, raining, cold. Even uh, even looks like uh, Texas is cold again. Uh, it's getting cold a little bit everywhere. So, of course, we need to talk about. Of course, we got to talk about climate. We've just found out 2023 was the hottest year on record. Well, except if you count all those years that you decided not to count because, well, you said they didn't know how to read the thermometer. So, eh, well, pff, it's probably fine. I'm sure I'm sure that there was never a problem with any of that. So, you know, it's fine. Uh, of course, the uh, WHO, now that they're done killing people with, um, you know, done killing people with COVID or not letting them have certain medications or whatever with COVID or, whatever, you know, whatever they got going on. Uh, now that they're done with that, they need something else to do. You know, they're bored. So here is the uh, head of the World Health Organization, who's not a doctor, by the way, not a medical doctor, which you would think would be important for the World Health, World Health Organization. Not a deal. Not a deal breaker. If you're a friend of China, you can be in the WHO, okay? And you can become president and not have an idea about being a doctor. So not a problem. Here is uh, the head, uh, Ted Bro. I'm going to tell you what you need to do to fix this climate, okay? You be sure and listen. Food systems are harming the health of people and planet. Okay, get out of my face. Food systems contribute to over 30% of greenhouse gas emissions and account for almost one-third of the global burden of disease. Save 8 million lives per year. Okay, he's going to save 8 million lives per year from the climate. Because of you eat too much. Yes, you're eating too much. Now, what they're going to do, you need to go. He tells you what you need to do. Hang on. Eight million WHO lives per to year could be saved. Too many people. To develop and implement policies to, develop, to improve diet and fight and climate change. I'm therefore okay. very pleased that over 130 countries have signed piece of paper. the COP28 UAE uh, Declaration. Yeah. On okay. So he said uh, 30% of the world's emissions come from food, okay? I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Um, it's coming from food, and all we have to do is turn the whole world vegan, and problem solved. Just like that. I'm sick of these people. I'm so sick of them. You cannot change the weather. Okay. Can't change the weather. Guess what creates a whole lot of CO2? Farming. Farming creates a lot of CO2. A whole lot. Very high CO2 outputs. Now, here's the problem. CO2 does not directly correlate to temperature, never has. And been admitted to that. Doesn't change your temperature. These people are completely out of their mind. They're completely done and they just keep going on and on and on and on and people keep listening to them and you have a whole group of people that are running around telling you that you have to vote a certain way or spend enough money to change the weather and they have no reason to tell you that and no way to control the weather but they want you to believe it and people do they buy this stuff 
And these are the same people that are turn around and tell you that religion is silly and crazy and, oh, you believe in imaginary things. And it's like, what, huh? Uh, how are you criticizing anybody for their beliefs? You think you can control the weather? I mean, I don't know if you've noticed outside right now, you know, there's a big snowstorm. Now, which one is that? Is that weather weirding or is that, uh, you know, this? Now, is it way out of the normal big, huge blizzard like they, you know, warned everybody for, you know, a week? No. It's called winter. We have it every year. It's uh, between December and March every year. Um, Worse in the northern states, not as bad in the southern states. Hmm, that's weird. Seems like it's been happening for a really long time. Some winters, I've heard, of are colder. Some winters, not as cold. Some winters, you get more snow. Some, you don't. Seems like it's been something that's been going on for a very, very long time. Doesn't seem like no matter what I do, I can't change it. Doesn't seem like anybody's been able to change it, really. Um, huh, it's really odd. But don't worry, just talk to... Tedro, you know, the non-doctor that runs the health organization that couldn't figure out COVID. And uh, all you have to do is just eat some beans instead of having a burger. And you're done, okay? You're essentially just save the planet. You have changed the weather. In fact, if you will just not eat meat anymore, next year you'd be able to take an extra ski vacation because we'll have that much snow. Just saying. Hey. This is where we're at, man. This is where we're at. People have gone completely off the rails on all this. And, you know, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Not a problem at all. Not a problem. We're going to be good with it. And we're going to hear more and more about it. And that's the thing is, you know, they they propped all this up and said it was going to be Armageddon, Snowmageddon, you know, unprecedented. They start naming winter storms and shit. It's all to proportionate. It's to make people think that this is weird or this is unprecedented. So people start going, man, the weather's really crazy. I mean, we had that huge storm. No, it's, it's, it's winter. It's winter in the northern hemisphere. It's real crazy. I know. Yeah. Never happened before. Okay. I just can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. What are some of the other problems we're dealing with? Well, we do have uh, primaries. It's not long till the, can you believe it's, I think it's like a week and a half or something to the Iowa caucus. Where are all these polls? Where are all the numbers? Aren't we supposed to be just getting sick and tired of like hearing? I mean, usually I'm like, so I'm already done. Like usually on a, I mean, and I love politics. I love getting into it. Obviously I do this. I, I follow, follow things very closely. I'm very interested in it. And usually by now, I am completely exhausted already about all the numbers. Well, this demographic looks like there are three points in this point and that point and these percentage and that percentage. And, and maybe this guy, if he can get 7.2 points further with this group, they could surpass this person and just on and on. And if he can string together this, this, and this, they'll get this. That's usually where we're at by now. And it's already making my head hurt and making me sick. You know what I've heard this year? not a thing it's kind of like you know people are like oh well you know we need this we need that and and i think it's starting to i think it's finally starting to settle in on a lot of the democrats that all this shit that they're trying to do um isn't working donald trump's probably 
Looks like he's just walking into, and you know, things could change. Don't get me wrong. And again, I want to, I mean, I'm going to play a clip today that I think is bullshit from Donald Trump. People get me wrong. I like, I like Trump. Okay. I voted for him twice. If he's the nominee, I'm voting for him again this time. You know, if he's the nominee, looks like he probably will be. Obviously I'll vote for him. But am I a sycophant? No, not a sycophant. Not at all. Um, you know, I didn't agree with what he did with COVID. I didn't agree with it. I've been very honest about that. I don't think the country should ever been shut down. I don't think that's ever the solution. But let's just, uh, you know, see. But it looks like that's where we're going, okay? And so, I mean, DeSantis, would he be good? Yeah, I think he'd be good. Hell, Vivek would be good. Dictator Barbie? Hell no. Okay. Now, if it comes down to it, and it's choice between, you know, Dictator Barbie and, you know, Dictator with Alzheimer's, I guess I'm going to go with Dictator Barbie because, you know, there's going to be a lot of, you know, conservative people, I hope, conservative people around her. So I guess that's where I'd have to go because I don't feel like I'm not one of these people. It's like, well, I got to set it out. You know, I got to set it out. Well, no, I mean, I, I got to participate. I got to try to do something. I got to try to affect change. And if the only two choices I had was Nikki Haley and Joe Biden, well, I guess I'm going to vote for Nikki Haley, even though there couldn't be a worse set of choices. Okay. She is horrible. She is a Democrat. She is, um, like, I think she's left of John Fetterman at this point. I think she's uh, gone left of him. But uh, here is Trump. This is the part, like I said. You know what? I got to take a quick break. I'll be back. Then we'll get into the Trump thing. Okay. And we are back. So here is where Trump is trying to link Fauci with DeSantis. This is just dumb. I don't know why you're doing this, man. Seriously. Just stop. Just stop. But anyway, here it is. And of course, Ron DeSantis would, would definitely argue with your uh, characterization mm -hmm. of how he handled it. But if you go back and look at the records, you will see that the biggest fan of Dr. Fauci was Ron DeSanctimonious. He was a big oh, fan. He said, I go by, exactly, quote, mm -hmm. I go by what Dr. Fauci said. He said that two months in, all the way through. Okay, I can't. And then eventually changed when it wasn't, you know, that wasn't the dessert of the day. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. I can't. Come on. You had a chance to get rid of him, and you didn't. You put him at the head of the thing when you didn't have to. You shut the country down, and you let that little twerp run around and do his shit. Okay, so, yeah. Okay, I'm not... Again, I, I like Trump. Thought he was a great president. Think he would make another great president. If he is the nominee, we'll vote for him. No problem. But he's not right right there. That is not right. That's you know, stop it. Just stop. Just stop. Especially if you're this high, if the, the polls are what they're supposed to be right now and you're that far ahead, no reason to do it. Just leave it alone. Okay. Just leave it alone because, you know, it's just not worth it. Now, here is when he's talking about things that I agree with. So again, this is the problem you run into. This is what you deal with all the time. Yes, I think most of the chaos was caused by the Democrats constantly going after <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. And remember this. 
Remember that with phony, Russia, Russia, mm. Russia. I mean, if you look at Ukraine, 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 everything was phony. Mm. Uh, the FISA warrants, the uh, lying to Congress. Mm. They had chaos. They were the ones that caused the chaos. We didn't have chaos. We got the biggest tax cuts in history, the biggest regulation cuts in history. I had no wars. I'm the only president in 72 years. Yep. I didn't have any wars. Okay, I can go along with, with that. people with hundreds of nuclear weapons. It's not mm. a bad thing. You know, they want to make it like a bad thing. It's a very good thing. <laughs> right. But that's right. Peace yep. through strength. Yes. They didn't want to mess around. It would have never happened in Ukraine. Russia would have never gone in. I think would you're have right. never happened. The recent attack on Israel would have never happened. I think you're right. A hundred. I mean, zero percent chance that was going to happen. They see a weak president in our country, mm -hmm. and they did something that was unthinkable. So we're going to have peace through strength. We're not going to have to fight. So, And that's great. And that's the way it should be. And I'm all with that, okay? Listen, I'm all with that. Again, I think he was a great president. Liked a lot of his policies. Liked a lot of what he did. Again, would vote for him again if he's the nominee. Looks like that's going to be the case. Completely fine with all that. Stop all this garbage. Okay, just stop it. So here's the last debate where all it was was dictator Barbie and Ron DeSantis shows up because, you know, Trump, I mean, the way it looks right now, I wish he would show up. I wish he would debate. But let's be honest. I mean, if you're that far ahead, uh, you're not showing up because you're like, well, all it can be is bad. You know what I mean? All it can be is a bad thing. So I don't want to deal with that. So, you know, here we go. But here is DeSantis puts the beat down on dictator Barbie. Speculate how this comes to an end, except she was asked uh, after the last debate uh, by, I believe, Megyn Kelly. And she said, you bring it to an end by bringing Ukraine into NATO. Ooh. But of course, Ooh. we're a NATO country. So if you bring Ukraine into NATO, that puts the United States at war. Megyn said that to her. And then she basically gave a word salad uh, as uh -huh. to how you go from there. So they have sent cash. Uh, she supports this $106 billion that they're trying to get through Congress. Where's mm. some of that money going? They've done tens of billions of dollars to pay salaries for Ukrainian government bureaucrats. They've paid pensions for Ukrainian mm. retirees with yeah, your tax right. dollars. Right. We've got homeless veterans. We yes. have all these yes. problems. This is the UN way of thinking that we're somehow mm -hmm. globalists and we have unlimited resources to do. You know? Right. I think here's the problem. Thank you. Thank you, you can take the ambassador out of the United Nations, but Love you it. can't take the United Nations out of the ambassador. That's so good. That's great. That was a great line. Wins the debate. I think it's great. You know, I think that's perfect. That's, uh, you know, exactly what, I mean, it was good. You know, I like Ron DeSantis. I like Vivek. I don't like Nikki Haley. And obviously nobody likes Chris Christie. And, you know, while uh, I was away, you know, we lost him. He dropped out of the race. He's gone. That's sad. Although Asa is still around. So there are some hope. There is some hope out there. Anyway, here is, uh, I'm not going to play this whole clip. It's four minutes long. There's no way I'm playing this whole clip. But here's Vivek going off on the media. I'm going to play a little bit of this. And then I got a clip of Vivek talking about the FBI. Uh, those two. But I'm not going to play this whole thing. He's going off on the media a little bit. I'm not playing the whole four minutes. I'll find a good place to cut it because there's just no reason to have all that. So let's uh, check this out. But this, uh, see where you disagree with this. 
Okay, and uh, I'm just kind of curious on the, the previous question that you yeah. asked those four things that were provably false. Yes. Were in the, and I'm just kind of curious. I know some of these guys who've been following some of you guys. I'm curious if there's any national media who actually believe that they were false. Okay, so I don't know. You couldn't hear the guy really well. He said that basically Vivek has um, accused media of being blatantly blatantly lying, blatantly dishonest. Is there any media that he thinks is good or he believes in or something to that effect? And here's this. Actually, it's a good question, Eddie. So Eddie's a, one of the – you guys are colleagues, colleagues, two of the top state reps here. And I think that that's a good – it's a good thing to be curious about. Just by by show of hands, who here is willing to admit that the Trump-Russia collusion hoax was indeed incorrectly reported yeah. by the mainstream media? Is there anybody here able <laughs> to admit that that was incorrect reporting? It wouldn't be really appropriate for us to answer the question. Like Why not? Why would that be inappropriate? I think it would be inappropriate. What's inappropriate uh, is lying to the public. Thank you. The public lied to or did the, did the media report on the set of facts that were provided? So, I, so that's, that's a fair question. Mm -hmm. I actually think that the public was lied to long after the media systematically still understood yes. that this was the product of the Steele dossier. The Steele dossier was a piece of Russian disinformation right. provided by the Hillary Clinton campaign that was served up to the federal government as a basis for issuing a FISA warrant mm -hmm. to then potentially infiltrate a member of the opposition party. If this was Bush and Cheney doing it to John Kerry, this would have been the stuff of scandal. Right. Okay. So, I mean, I agree with him there. Okay. And he's going off on him. And, you know, the one lady tries to make herself look good by going, well, I think, you know, just the people in the media bought it and they didn't really mean to intentionally uh, deceive the public if they knew. Okay. They knew. Maybe you, maybe you could give that uh, at the beginning and say, oh, maybe they didn't know at first. But, yeah, it wasn't very long after they knew very well. And they kept going because they are biased and they wanted to lie to the public. Here he is talking again. Uh, here he is talking about the FBI and shutting down the FBI. Again, very much uh, agree with him on this for sure. Impeach. It's been rotten since its inception, and it was designed oh. to actually be rotten to its core. <laughs> and so what you see today isn't any surprise. It isn't a deviation from the purpose of the institution. It's actually an instantiation of the purpose of the institution. <laughs> you cannot reform it. Forget about building the new building. Of course, that's a, that's, a, that's a waste of time itself. You have to shut it down. I don't think we need an FBI. In fact, I think we patently need to not have an FBI. Yeah. It, 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 chainsaw first, we bring the chisel after that. Huh. I'm going to make Javier Malay, I believe, look like a modern. I love Javier <laughs> Malay. I think he's awesome. I've been following this campaign for a long time. I love it. We're going to put that on steroids in the United that's States of America. Statement. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that's great. What he's talking about, and a lot of people don't know, and maybe one day I should just go through that. Maybe, maybe I'll do an episode soon where maybe I could, I don't know, maybe I could just pre-record it, you know, and not just do it live and do it, but like do a pre-record where I really get into things. And just do a history of the, like, really screwed up of the FBI. Like, people don't understand. I don't think they get it. And I didn't for a very long time. And I've just started the last few years, started to really understand what this is meaning. Like, people don't get it. Like, all they've ever heard is like, oh, yeah, the FBI took down organized crime. FBI took down, you know, 
um, whatever, you know, they, they, they solved this or they solved that. They caught this serial killer or that one. Um, more often than not, the FBI, um, man, they didn't do a lot of good stuff. Okay. I'm just putting it that way. They didn't do a lot of real good stuff. J. Edgar Hoover basically was a bully for a long time. who was just nothing but a blackmail artist. And I mean, it's not good. Okay. So we really need to go into the full history and dig into all that. It's not good. I need to do it as a whole episode. But yes, I fully agree with him. And that has got to be a big priority. Get that institution. Like, If you don't do away with it altogether, you trim it way down. We have other law enforcement agencies. We have so many law enforcement in the federal government. It's cr- it's crazy. It really is crazy. Now, you don't need them. There's plenty of other people that can do the same job. You don't need that many redundancies. You just don't. It is a horrible waste. So we can do this. So uh, there's a few other things I wanted to talk about. Uh, the biggest thing I want to get into, of course, it's coming to a head right now with the border. And the reason it's coming to a big head, they're trying to, they're working on, they're supposed to be, hang on. They're supposed to be working to impeach my workers. He's blaming everything on, on, uh, Greg Abbott in Texas. Texas is now with the national guard to kicked the federal government out of Eagle pass and said, Hey, you guys are breaking the law. You guys are screwing a lot of stuff up. You guys are fucking things up. We're going to go. And we're going to do it. And you can just, uh, you know, get out of our way. So there's a lot going on. And the last time something like this happened, uh, started the Civil War. So just to let you know what kind of crazy ground we're on right now, I don't know what's going to happen. There's a reason, okay? There is a major reason why this is a problem. Why unfettered immigration is a problem, okay? Number one, we're not assimilating people. What does that mean? People have come here and said, yeah, I want to come to America to have a better life. What does that mean? Do they mean a better life because they believe in our values? They believe in equal justice under the law, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. Do they understand the concepts of that? See, there's a reason why it takes a while. It takes generations to get where we're at. The reason it takes so long is because you have the people who believe the ideas and you wrote them down. It took a long time to even get all the people on board with following the basic precepts of that, to get rid of slavery, to stop the racist policies. took a long time. After that, we teach it to our children, supposedly. We used to. We don't anymore, but we did. We taught it to our children. Basic civics, how a representative government works, the Constitution, what those rights meant, why you should protect them, why you love them, what makes us different. All those things are taught, and it takes a while to assimilate people, okay? And it takes a while, and people who just get here, they don't know, okay? They don't even speak our language, much less do they know these ideas and hold them sacred and be willing to fight and die for them, okay? And yeah, there are a lot of born citizens that wouldn't either, and that's a lot of reason that we, because we haven't taught them. We haven't taught them properly, and we need to, Okay. So that's a big problem. But there's a lot of other problems we have. And the biggest problem is the left still has that same mentality that they've had since slavery. Since the pre-Civil War, Democrat ain't changed. I hate to tell you that. Democrat ain't changed. Not at all. I can prove it right now. 
I want you to hear this. This is on, this is in our government right now. This isn't pulled from years ago. This isn't a long time ago. This was two days ago. I wish it was years ago. I wish it was decades ago. We'd be like, oh, this guy's just out of touch. You know what I mean? Like, man, he's just, no, I wish. Here you go. That same old mindset that has been here. Was here then, still here now. <sighs> I hate to say, it. I hate to even play this. It makes me mad because this is not what's going on. But hey, you know what? It's fine. Let's hear it. Nothing's changed. Democrats then, Democrats now. They never show. They never change. To this country, we need them. Yeah, we do. That's a fact. Forget the fact that the oh farm that our 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 vegetables would rot in the ground if it weren't. If they weren't being picked by many immigrants, <laughs> many illegal immigrants. Oh, my God. The fact is that the birth rate in this country <laughs> is way below replacement level, which means right. our population is going it. to start That's shrinking. And the ratio of people on Social Security huh? and Medicare yeah, I mean, look, he's laying is going it out. to increase relative That's to the true. number of people supporting so them. who's talking about replacement theory? Huh. That's weird. Let's, let's get two of those in there. Okay? So you're saying that... The American population that we have aren't having enough babies. Now, why is that? Can somebody help me out? You don't think it's because we have promoted fatherlessness? That we have promoted promiscuity with on-demand abortion at any time for any reason at any point? We've promoted abortion and said it's not baby murder. It's fine. Kill all of them that you can. We don't promote marriage at all. We don't promote, uh, you know, family, starting families, building families. You don't think it has anything to do with that? No, no, they want to replace because he just said it. You, we got to import enough people to replace the people. We got all this Social Security we need to pay. Oh, really? Did somebody tell you that a long time ago that this system wasn't sustainable? Oh, but it's fine. We're going to import a lot of people from out of this country. Now, why would you do that? Why'd you import a bunch of people that don't understand our system, don't believe in it, and aren't going to be integrated into it? Well, that's because we're going to give it to them, and we're going to give them this and give them that, and then they're going to vote for us, so that keeps us in power. And plus, we can have them out in the fields picking food, because, you know, nobody in America will pick their own food. Now, if I played that and said, hey, you know what, that's a crazy recording. Somebody digitally enhanced it and brought it back from the 1860s. You'd say, yeah, I mean, that's those crazy white Democrats in the South. Them crazy white people say, yeah, they ain't going to pick that cotton unless they get, you know, slaves to do it. That was 2024. Okay. That was 2024. You're telling me they changed? They said we need to replace, replace the Americans. We're going to import them. We're going to replace them. He said it, not me. I'm not saying there's a great replacement. He said it. And you don't think of it as replacement as, oh, well, they're going to replace, you know, this color for that color. That's not what we're talking about. They're replacing your vote with people who will vote for them because they don't know any better and they are not going to integrate them and they're not going to take the time to assimilate them. And they don't want to assimilate them. 
Keep your culture. That's the big thing now, right? Don't let anybody know we can't have gentrification. No, it's bad. Don't be like those evil Westerners. No, you don't want to be like America. America bad. No, no, no. Keep your heritage. Keep your culture. Keep separate. Don't read about the Bill of Rights. Don't read of the Constitution. Don't read about our form of government. Don't want any of that. It's all bad. You think it's a joke. It's not. Here's the next part. You see, because if you don't grow up, and it's another point to all those people that yell about religion 24-7. Got to keep it separated. Don't want to bring religion into it. You know, whether you like it or not, whether you believe it or not, whether whatever you believe, okay, that's up to you. I'm not super religious myself, but I do know that the basic morals are the basic laws, okay? And there are things that we believe in the West, in the U.S., in Europe, these places that are considered the Western countries basically have written, wrote their basic laws and basic beliefs and values were set down on a Judeo-Christian background. Okay, whether you like that or not. But whether you want to attribute that or not, you believe that that's right and wrong. Whether you get it from God or you think that just should be inherent to moral people. Okay? That's up to you. But you can't deny that's where it came from. All right? Now, here's the problem. You bring people in from around the world that didn't grow up with that, have not grown up or listened to this, and don't know this, and you say, well, they should be fine. They, they have a religion. That does not necessarily mean the same thing. All right? You're about to hear some people who... Um, yeah, they're from another country. They believe that they're okay. They're fine. They're not doing anything wrong. And you tell me. And then you'll maybe you'll understand. What's the problem with uh, bringing in so many uh, immigrants that you know nothing about? You're not vetting. You're not putting through the process. You're not assimilating. Not doing any of that. Just bring them in. Are you ready? Some of them, they're not screaming. It's like... They, they wanted to be raped, you see. She also grabs you, you see, no more like crying. She's like she's enjoying it, you, you know, see? even though she oh isn't, but it's like she's enjoying yeah. it. Oh Do you think it's right? Do you think it's right to rape? Yeah, it's, it's, it's wrong. Yeah, it's wrong. What about no. the consequences of what you're doing in terms of how that affects exactly. the person that's raped? Yeah, the consequences, we look at that all the yeah. time, you know, because it, it happens, she might scream, you know, people oh. might wake up. She might a lot scream. of people. Especially I'm not just talking about, it for talking a second. Yeah. Okay, so it's a group of people they brought in there, uh, look like they're from um, one of the African countries, okay? Uh, I'm going to go way out on a limb and say that uh, probably um, a lot of that area is um, primarily um, Muslim, okay? Which we already know from Gaza and from all this shit that's went on for so many years uh, that rape is not a problem, okay? They come out and say, oh, no, 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 it's against our religion to rape. I mean, it's uh, against our religion to rape uh, Muslim women. That's the catch. See, see, in Western countries, <laughs> you just don't rape anybody, okay? I don't care what it is. I don't care anything. Unless it's an inanimate object, 
you just keep your your shit in your pants unless you got something going on consensual. Can we just get that worked out around the world? Okay, can we figure that part out? Keep your shit in your pants unless it's consenting adult. Apparently, it's a problem all over the world. For these people, it's not a problem. It's a problem. You know, have you thought about the bad consequences like raping? Oh, you know, they were screaming exactly like they wanted it. Well, obviously, they don't. This is stupid. And they're like, well, what about the consequences? Oh, well, she might scream and people will show up and I'll get in trouble. That's bad. No, we're talking about for them. They don't get it. Here we go. This is why it's a problem. The, the emotional effect, the physical effect it has on yeah, the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. we know that uh, mm -hmm. we might rape her and wake up tomorrow with viruses ourselves, like <laughs> HIV, you know. I, what, about, what about regretting what you did? Also do regret about it, because if she f fell pregnant, oh, what, yeah, what, what would be pregnant. that baby's father? Who will be that baby's father? Oh, so what see. about her personal feelings? Yes, her personal feelings. Crickets. Like, That's exactly it. Because you have to understand, and I don't give a shit. People can get mad. Come debate me. That's fine. Email me, hit me up, and we'll debate this. But around the world, it is not the same. All these enlightened people that yell and yell and yell, awful America, misogynist, it's a misogynist, it's, uh, you know, it's the patriotic, patriarchy. How about you kiss my ass? I'm going to send those people overseas for a while. How about the women in the Middle East that have to keep themselves covered except for their eyeballs? If they don't, they're stoned to death. It's fine to rape because, hey, God just gets what he wants when he wants it, all right? Not a problem. Hey, he can do what he wants. That's your problem. You heard what they said. Well, you know, she might scream. Hell, what happens if I wake up with a virus? Well, how would she have a virus, dude? She got it from your nasty ass. Like, I, it's just, you know, those people, I don't know why they're still free. Obviously, they've been raping people. Why are they free? That should be the interview right before you kick the stool out, all right? And I don't care. Be mad at me. Get offended by that. Don't give a shit. That should be the conversation. Be like, yeah, you know, you should have thought about what uh, she thought right before you did it. Oh, sorry. Stool fell. Well, you won't do it again. It's not a problem. I don't care. Don't care. So you can get mad. You can get mad. Don't care. But see, that is why you have to change it. You can't just bring everybody in and assume, oh, they're here because they want a new way of life. So they're going to respect our laws. They're going to enjoy our Constitution. They're going to believe in our ideals and our Western way of life and be accepting and all that. You're finding out right now they're not. They had an insurrection yesterday, right? Insurrection in Washington, D.C. yesterday where the pro-Palestine Hamas Hamas cheerleaders that are all over this country are pushing down the fence at the, at the White House. Do they have a January 6th committee? Now it's January 13th. Is there a January 13th committee? Do we have a, a net drop over all of them? Do we have courts yet? Of course we do not. Of course we don't. Because the Democrats love it. They love it. They love Hamas. They align themselves with them in 2020. They have made their bed and they have to lie with all this garbage. It's so ridiculous. So ridiculous. And we all had to put up with it. It, it shouldn't be happening. 
More stuff on January 6th. Speaking of uh, Power of the D, baby, we got so much we're going over today, it's crazy. We're going to cover some of the stuff about uh, January 6th, and then we've got some uh, very interesting things uh, to wrap this up with. But um, January 6th, another just crazy uh, thing has uh, happened. Uh, They finally dropped the hammer, and I mean the hammer. They got the 16-pound sledgehammer out, and they got that Ray Epps, buddy. Let me tell you, he is going to pay dearly for instance. Well, no, no, not really. See, he got uh, he didn't even have to show up for sentencing. And you may say, well, that's weird. Why didn't he have to show up for sentencing? Well, that's because he got a year probation. And he had to pay a whole five hundred dollar fine. Don't know why you're upset. Five hundred whole dollars in fines. Listen, five hundred whole dollars he has to pay. A year of probation, a hundred hours, a hundred hours of community service. Basically, he will have to spend two and a half work weeks doing something of his choosing to help his community. You imagine the the just oh the horror. The whore, can you imagine? I mean, it's almost like slavery, really. Two and a half whole weeks of just slavery. Eight hours a day. Eight hours a day. He would have to work for two and a half weeks of volunteering to do something decent. 500 whole dollars. I mean, where in the world would you even get that kind of money these days? It's unbelievable. I don't know how he's going to do it. But, you know, he had to pay just the same as everybody else. I mean, there's people in jail for 20-some years. But, you know, there's people who were didn't even walk inside the building that uh, got two and three, some four years. Ray Epps committed, in fact and on video, committed the crime of conspiracy. What they have charged other people for, for just walking in the door with no evidence of conspiracy. They have him on tape planning and conspiratorial actions and then the perpetration of it. You know what happened? 500 bucks. Go uh, adopt a highway for two and a half weeks and uh, send us a fucking check. All right. And we'll see you later. But I'm sure he doesn't work for the government. <laughs> you know, he's just a regular guy like me and you. Uh, he has no ties to the government at all. Of course not. Because you know, he paid like everybody else. Yeah. Anyway, uh, don't worry. Uh, here is uh, James Comer talking to Tucker. This is Comer and Tucker uh, talking about J6 a little bit. We're going to uh, just listen to this just a little bit. And we could see the stage was being set for... Uh, a compromised election cycle, possibly, and to our horror, that's what happened. So, FBI had fingerprints on this thing from for many months prior to J four, five, and six. I want to go back to something you said in the first sentence, which is you have seen evidence, and that's for your questions to Chris Ray, that there were FBI assets dressed as Trump supporters within the Capitol. So that is proof of entrapment, because, of course, the federal government could have prevented entry into the Capitol building. There aren't that many doors. You work there, you know. 
but they allowed people in on purpose to entrap them. That's what that proves, I think. Does it not? Well, it's certainly condemning. It's another piece of the of the strategy that the that the government employed to sort of complete the entrapment of Americans that they had had uh, infiltrated and then prodded and provoked with online with the with the, those original seeds planted of of uh, actions like you know what type of gear to wear and 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 just in, in language that incited behavior that could go the wrong way you know pushing actions of of legal and legitimate peaceful protest to an edge where where those Americans would likely not have gone had they not been been you know encouraged by the FBI plant amongst their number that they didn't know was there. So anyway, uh, drags out a little bit longer. I uh, didn't really have enough time to get into all of it today, but I mean, I, it's just more of what we already knew. And, you know, we knew this. Um, and the reason we knew this already was it, we watched the whole thing and they're questioning these guys and they're like, Hey, was there any, uh, you know, was there any FBI agents, you know, a part of it? And they all said, well, we can't answer that ongoing investigation. Well, the only reason you answer that way is because there was. I mean, because if the answer is no, you say no. So obviously it's true. So we already knew that. But to what extent we weren't sure. Uh, I mean, it's always been speculated it was really high. Obviously that's the case. We know that. We know that. And the reason I've known it, and I'm going to keep repeating this so people will remember, okay? People do need to remember this. So anytime people ask you, like, oh, what do you mean, you know, like, uh, January 6th, say, well, you know, it's really weird because they started before Donald Trump finished speaking, which is odd. If they were, you know, all following his orders, then they would have waited till he was done speaking to give the order and be number one, right? Number two... They were questioning the election, and all that the riot did was get that shut down and actually shut down all debate about that election, period, which is very odd, very odd. Remember that. Shut it down permanently. It didn't just shut it down for that day. It did shut it down for that day, and it got Biden into office, but it didn't just stop there. Number one. It allowed them to prosecute, persecute, and chase down their political enemies all over this country and jail them and take out their retribution for the people they hated for voting for Donald Trump the first time and taking away their guaranteed Hillary Clinton and continue on with their bastardization and rape of this country. So that's number one that allowed them to do. Number two, it allowed them to not only get Joe Biden pushed through and stop the questioning that day, but to give them an outlet and a lever to try to keep it from ever being questioned ever again by beating people over the head, jailing people, and scaring the shit out of them and going, hey, listen, if you, if you think any other way, look at what these people did. They're bad. They're awful. They belong in jail, and you think the same way, so you've got to be another radical crazy like them. That's what that did. Don't for a second think that January 6th says anything bad about you 
or about the ideas that you have. This is insane. And don't for a minute think that it was real because it wasn't. I hate to say that's fine. You know, call me what you will. It's just not real. Not in the way they put it. Were there people that did bad things? Yeah. Who were they? Don't know. Don't really know. It's crazy. A couple people died that day. None of them are the ones boohooing and crying like on TV, the Capitol Police or any of that. They didn't die that day. They didn't get killed that day. Ashley Babbitt got killed that day by a man that should be on trial for his life. Just wanted to go over the last thing. I'm going to touch real quick before I go. Running out of time. But uh, racism is way up. We already knew that. We had the whole scandal with Harvard, Princeton, and Yale. All those people support Hamas. They hate Jews. Of course, they hate people like myself even more. Here's the mayor of Chicago, the racist himself. Right about the intentions of Governor Abbott. Um, he is attacking uh, right. democratically ran cities, and particularly cities that are being led um, by black leaders or leaders of color. Mm. This is unconscionable. It's, um, it's a very raggedy approach, and quite frankly, not only is it reckless and raggedy, raggedy, raggedy. Um, but he it keeps is doing spirited. Oh yeah, here you go. I want you to read you this really quick. Here is just a small uh, excerpt from an article. We'll bring up one of my favorite people. Uh, you know, uh, good old Mr. Rogers, Ibram X. Kendi, uh, the brilliant anti-racist, which is really strange because I just have to, after reading this, you're going to really have a different opinion because, well, it's really weird. After I read this, he's going to seem very racist. And that's odd because he's trying to get you to be anti-racist. So, you know, well, let's see what it says. Okay. So this is just one of his papers. He wrote this for school. He got credit for this, okay? This is bullshit. Like, you shouldn't write this anytime. But let's read this really quick. This is where we're at. It says, Europeans are simply a different breed of human. They are socialized to be aggressive people. They are taught to live by the credo survival of the fittest. They are raised to be racist. Caucasians make up only 10% of the world's population, and that small percentage of the people have recessive genes. Therefore, they are facing extinction. Whites have tried to level the playing field with the AIDS virus and cloning. But they know these deterrents will only get them so far. This is where the murder, psychological brainwashing, and deception comes into play. Europeans are trying to survive, and I can't hate them for that. However, I'm not going to just set back and let them physically, mentally, socially, spiritually, and economically destroy my people. Here are your people there, Mr. Rogers. Although I don't hate whites, I still prefer to be in the field as opposed to the house. Wow. There's a lot to be said about that. Number one, sir, you are a bigot, a vile bigot. Imagine all you have to do to understand how this is a bunch of bigotry. You just remove the word white or Europeans and you put Africans and you put black. And then you read that and you go, holy shit. Or you remove Europeans and, and white people and, and Caucasians and you add in Jews 
Strange how that works, huh? It's all racist. Only you can't be racist if it's getting white against white people, which is really strange because we are the minority of the world. Even though the Western world has thrived. See, problem is you're not opposing your people. You're not letting your people down, sir, because you see, it's real simple. It's real easy to understand, sir. You were born in the United States of America, which makes you an American. That is a colorless person, sir. See, America, you don't have a color. There is not a color to an American. There is not a race of American. America is an idea. First and foremost, it is a set of ideals. Second of all, it is a section of land, part of North America, with borders that should be upheld and enforced. And number three, it is the dedication to those higher ideals and the belief in our form and function of government and our sacred foundation of ideals in the Constitution and Bill of Rights. Our form of justice, our branches of government, all these things and what makes an American. There is not a race to that. There's not a people to that. There is not a genetics to that. That's what makes us different and beautiful. That's what makes it worth fighting and dying for. At least it used to. See, sir, your problem is you are a racist. You are no different from those KKK Democrats who thought they would lose power or lose what they had gained if they just accepted everybody. They wanted power and money and they didn't care how they got it. It's pretty sad, but this is worth fighting for. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week. I will be back next week. Hopefully I'll have all this new music and all that going on because uh, I'm going to really work on that. Um, so much to talk about. Everything's going to be heating up, man. It's going to be a wild time. 2024, I, you know, I have to say probably the primaries aren't going to be that crazy, um, but you never know. Things could get out of hand real quick. We're going to see what happens. We'll be here for all of it. Uh, if you would like to send a question, comment, anything, story, whatever you got, you can do so on the social medias at Eric's underscore podcast. And that's on Twitter or X. Uh, at Eric's America pod is on Facebook and Eric's America pod at gmail.com is the email address. All that stuff will get it directly to me. I will be back next week. And until then, just remember, there's no agenda here. It's just America. It's just America. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. We will make America strong again. United States. Often
1776, every fucking country that has ever existed was run by dictators, all of them. This is the first experiment in self-government that actually worked, and it created the greatest superpower the world's ever known. If we look to the answer, it's a wise